And now you're tuning in to the Women Unplugged podcast. Hey, loves. It's your girl, Bougie Candy, giving you all the juice and all the tea. It's Lavina J, giving you everything you need, real news and real perspective. And of course, it's your fly girl, EB, with a little bit of lifestyle and a lot of fashion. And it's IC1, here to open your mind and dive into your spiritual soul. Yes, today we are discussing Amazon, unprofessional hairstyles, stages in dating, and the spiritual pill of the day. But first... It is Veterans Day, so we want to send a big thank you to all of our men and women in service who have served or are serving, who have done everything possible to protect us all. We thank you for your sacrifice, and we salute you. Salute! The holidays are here. It's all about shopping, ladies. Any of you shop with Amazon online? Yeah. Prime, baby. Prime. I'm a prime member, too. (laughs) It's crazy. And the numbers don't lie. It seems like everybody and their mama is shopping on Amazon. According to the CNBC.com, all the Amazon sales will be between $112 billion and $121 billion in the fourth quarter. That's Millions. three months. Billions. They're going to close out 2020 doing their thing, okay? Mm-hmm. I love Amazon. Sometimes I just can't seem to figure out what I need versus what I want. Girl. Yes. Now, here's my question for you ladies. Why do you think Amazon is so successful? I mean, it's the number one online shopping site. Like, it's crazy. I think they're successful because they have everything. It's a one-stop shop. And I also think it's provided a lot of opportunity for up-and-coming entrepreneurs to promote their own businesses. Like you can find so many different products from so many different people. Mm. And, of course, they were in full effect supporting Black Lives Matter. So you know that already brought more traffic. So, yeah. Yeah, like I'm a uh, first-time business owner. I applied for my first business card with Amazon. They approved me for three stacks. I'm like, hey. Oh, wow. That's going to make me want to shop with you some up. Right. Isn't it? But like Lavina said, it's um, it's it's a one-stop shop. It's similar to like a Walmart, but it's more oriented towards people who ha- are, trying, are at home and still need to get those things that you usually would have to go in store for. So, um, and, it's, and and I do feel like they have a good uh, variety of quality as well. For sure. So, um, I think that's the biggest thing for me, being able to have a high quality item, but um, still easily accessible. And they have different delivery options that aren't as expensive as ev- everyone else. That yes. is true. Yep. Yes. That is so true. How about you, Icy Wong? Um, as the accessibility for me. Like, it's the fact that if I want to order food, I can order my groceries and they'll come to yes. my door. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. If I need a book, I can overnight that book come on. to my house. If I ha- you know See, what I'm saying? Yes. what got everybody in trouble in the first place. Get yep. snacks. Yeah. Quarantine <laughs> snacks on Amazon. Snacks. Yep. Yeah. And Movies, just being a Prime member, that just makes it even worse. Girl, I get everything. That same day shipping, especially like as a mom, what? when I can get diapers the same day, like what? I don't have yeah. to go no... Mm. It's life changing. Yes. Yes, Mm. it is. So, (laughs) Amazon is uh, just amazing. Um, Do you find yourself getting out of control with your budget when you're shopping on Amazon.com? I don't go out of control because I just put everything on the list anyway. (laughs) <laughs> so even though I know I have I'm set a good. budget, there's Hashtag a bunch no of budget. stuff on there. There, I already know what I want to get, so <laughs> I just I make the be. list, and then I'm like, okay, this is how much I'm gonna spend. Let me just add all this stuff that's on the list. Mm-hmm. Yeah, okay. I add it to the list. 
and then add it to the cart. Uh, yeah, because <laughs> to add everything to the cart, you go Girl, broke. And Amazon, true. you ain't yes. making all my money. Yes, you get some, but not items. all. Okay, I'm that's the done. trick. I add it to my oh, list, yes. and then I'll add items from the list to the cart. Organization, okay, organization, self control. No, it'd be the suggested items. <laughs> you know what oh, you say? You get ready to check worst. out, and it's like people who bought this also bought. You'd be like, ooh, they buy this bundle, right? <laughs> Hold on. That is true. That was smart. Who thought of that? Yeah. Let me go ahead and add one of them real quick. Okay. They get you, girl. (laughs) Add one of them. And for me, the crazy thing is when I'm sad or if something's happened in my life, I like to shop. Oh, man. I'm on Amazon. Yes. Just don't give me a bad day. They thrive off of you. They do. Because <laughs> shopping is they therapeutic. You're paying somebody rent for sure. It does something to you. You're paying somebody rent for sure. It does. It makes me happy. Yes, it makes you feel it good. It encourages me. Accomplished. Because I know the next time I'm being like, Hey, retail therapy. <laughs> retail therapy. is nothing wrong with retail therapy. I'm a firm believer. Of retail therapy, okay? Yes. Okay. Well, ladies, I just only encourage you to get your shopping done early. Mm-hmm. You know, Amazon, they do have that day deal, two-day deal where yes. you can get it really fast. And, of course, with the holidays, we want to make sure that we're not standing in lines. And, you know, COVID is happening, so we want to make sure we're safe out here. Yep. Yes. Okay? Wear a mask That's if you do go out. Mask on. I'm done. <laughs> Future said, mask Swerve. off. Mask Women on. unplug is saying what? Mask, mask on. on. Period. What? Protect yourself and others. Yes. yes. Mostly others. Okay, ladies. So our news for today is more of a social issue, but we're talking about unprofessional hair. So Dallas-based news anchor and reporter Tashara Parker experienced some backlash from wearing her hair in a natural style back in early October. Now, this style is something that we have definitely seen before. You know, natural. She had the four buns mm-hmm. all the way from the front to the back. Mm-hmm. Very nice. cute. You and it's a hard nice. style to do, by the way. It is okay, to get the sleep in the middle. Okay. What? <laughs> Okay, but unfortunately, she did get some negative reviews, and some people called the style unprofessional. Mm. Now, in addition to the negative reviews, she did also get some love from the community, okay? And according to Today.com, Parker stated over email, she said, the reaction from the community has been largely supportive, but of course, there are critics. I've been told in the past by a viewer... You look like you stuck your hand in an electrical socket, referring Mm. to my natural curl pattern. So you know, yes, crazy, right? So I have to ask you. (laughs) I have to ask, (laughs) do you guys believe that there are certain hairstyles that you should not wear in a professional environment? Mm. Okay, so I, when I was a kid, my mom did real estate, and like my hair was either straightened or relaxed or in braids mm-hmm. because that was like what was presentable. You right. know what I mean? So mm-hmm. n- no, I don't agree with it, but I do, I guess, understand why people, ha- it's like an old perspective to have about hair. Yes. You know what I'm saying? Like certain styles are like okay for mm-hmm. a professional environment. Cause I've worn my hair natural since I was 18 and I will be darn tootin' if somebody <laughs> tell me, <laughs> just say, okay, granny. Darn. Right. <laughs> But I agree with you where, like, so I'm model, right? So you always have, like, your industry standards. Mm -hmm. You have your corporate standards. You have your certain standards for cultures, et cetera, right? And there is this negative stigma when it comes to natural hair textures or natural Mm -hmm. hairstyles in corporate 
or so-called quote-unquote professional workplaces. Mm -hmm. Um, Do I agree with it? Like, um, you know, I see one said, no, I don't. However, to not acknowledge that there is some type of stigma or some unspoken standard there where we've all been guilty of straightening our hair or going to get a wig or going to change your hairstyle or make sure you have a certain hairstyle to go for that first initial interview. Now, you may switch it up after you get in the door, but it's like we've already been conditioned To kind of know, like you said, like, okay, getting my hair straightened or having it pulled back or having it somewhat tamed, it's what is quote unquote presentable. And like, where is that really coming from? Like, I don't know. Right. I think it comes from the European standards of beauty that Mm -hmm. we have all experienced and that we do continuously experience in America. Because unfortunately, in the corporate world, there is very few women, and especially women of color, that have chosen to wear their hair natural. And it is, you know, it's coming more to the forefront. We're beginning to see it more. But I'm the same way. Like my mom before. Well, I'm newly natural. So I've been natural for the past two years. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, but I was, I had, I used to get relaxers all the time. Me too. And then making sure my hair was always straight. Mm-hmm. Um, and then, of course, when I was like managing or supervising, trying to make it so that I wasn't offending anybody, exactly, yes. um, or that they weren't distracted, because that's hair. also that's like, exactly oh, your hair is a distraction. Mm-hmm. I mean, but some jobs you just have you can't like it's Veterans Day, and we're talking about people in service. Mm-hmm. Yeah. My mom has very, very strict sta- standards on her hair. If it has braids, it has to go this far up the neck. Exactly. If it's a bun, yeah. it has to be this many inches, and it has to be tightened. Like mm-hmm. they are very, very particular so I think it also has to do with what your job is obviously if you work in a club girl do, do what you do do it. right yeah. I, 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 it is what it is but you have to know where you are what your environment is and unfortunately you have to play it to your strengths in that place until you know you get your own and then you can do what you mm-hmm. want to do but why do you think EB that black cultured hairstyles are judged more mm-hmm. uh, in a professional setting than any other culture I just, like you said, um, the the standards that they already have on us. Um, And people are just not used to um, afros and just in in any job. You're just not used to seeing that. Mm -hmm. And, you know, even braids in a sense sometimes that's for our community. And (laughs) you're not just, you're not used to seeing that in some jobs. Um, It just, it's so crazy. Like you said, to tame it, you know, you, in certain jobs, you want to make sure that you're not distracting anybody, you know, yep. you want to make sure that, um, all the attention is not on you. Cause even being yes. a black woman in general, mm-hmm. they're like, what's she going to do or what mm-hmm. she got to say. Right. And then you walk in there looking like this and they like, mm-hmm. oh, she got something to say, you know? So I think it just, it, they're just so used to, you know, people not seeing it or, being comfortable, even us being comfortable with it, because yeah. I'm so used to having my hair straightened and permed yes, and yes. as well. And we're just not as confident in walking into multiple rooms as a natural person. Right. Yeah. It's so crazy. It's yeah. kind of sucks, but you know. It does, unfortunately. And I think the the stereotypes are perpetuated more for yes. women of color. Mm-hmm. Like, even when you see it on a TV show, on a movie, mm-hmm. when you see women in a professional environment where somebody going to work, if they're 
and I hate to say it, but if they're ghetto mm-hmm. in the show or in the movie, yep. you know, they probably got some long hair, maybe it's yes. blue, maybe it's yeah. pink. Yes. And then so people mm-hmm. have now created this mindset mm-hmm. and now they've shaped it and they've put a stereotype on somebody. So now you walk in and you're interviewing and yes, maybe you have pink hair, but that doesn't mean those are your characteristics. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, a lot of corporate America has not began to understand that that is not the truth. A stereotype is a stereotype. It does not make it a exactly. fact. You can Now, you can do those characteristics, you know, if that's a part of your personality, but it is not true for all people. So for our men and women with natural hair who are out there, just know that your braids, your locks, your curl, your afro, it is all beautiful. Yes. But there is something on the horizon to help you feel protected and not discriminated against in your workplace, and that is called the Crown Act. Yes. Now, the Crown Act stands for Creating a Respectful and Open World for Natural Hair. Mm-hmm. It was created by Dove and the Crown Coalition to protect people with natural patterns and natural hairstyles That's in the awesome. workplace. Yes so they not be discriminated against. So it has made it to the House, but it has not been passed by Senate to become a federal law yet. So since we are looking toward that, make sure that you inform yourself at thecrownact.com. And ladies, that is the news for today. Yes, so today our juicy topic is going to be stages of dating. Mm-hmm. Ooh, yes, with okay, so, now. so, ladies, you know how there are definitely some blurred lines when it comes to dating in modern day, where when mainly when it comes to the stages of dating, right? Yes. So, mm-hmm. really, between like starting in the talking stage, actually down to the part where we're to the relationship official stage, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Have you ladies ever been in a situation where you felt like you were dating a guy or dating someone and? You guys initially started talking, but you feel like the lines got blurred eventually down the line. Maybe going with the flow or mm-hmm. um, friends yeah. with benefits, but yeah. someone develops, for, you know, emotions yeah. or more feelings before the other one, right? Mm-hmm. So for me, it just seems like men are confused between him just being a friend sometimes mm-hmm. and, you know, being my actual boyfriend. Yep. So you'll be in a predicament where you may be talking to someone for a few months and then mm-hmm. you may you guys may stop talking and then they may refer to you as their ex, Right. <laughs> when will we ever together? Okay. When did X. this happen? Um, no, you're not my ex. You were someone that I was dating, or you know, someone that I was talking Kicking it to. With, right. Right. That's usually mm-hmm. why I said, well, I used to talk to him, right? Mm-hmm. But that does not mean that we were official or we were in an actual relationship. Mm-hmm. Okay. Or we could be dating, but not exclusive. And then you may feel like you're ready to engage in sexual encounters. And I may feel like, hey, I'm not on that level with you. And I don't want anyone to engage in sexual encounters. Mm-hmm. And now there's an issue. Yep. <laughs> because you want to be sexually encountering. Encountering. <laughs> not encountering. And I don't want to entangle. You know? No facts. So, facts, facts, facts. ladies, in your opinion, what are stages in dating before the relationship? Ooh. Mm. So, I could definitely say... Um, the first stage to me, what I've experienced, would just be definitely getting to know someone. So it could just be communication, talking to them on the phone. Um, now we have internet, so <laughs> online, because that's a lot of times now you're meeting people on Insta, you know, all that social media stuff. Right. So talking and then obviously starting to go out. You know, someone's asking you out on a date. 
hey, you want to go have drinks? You want to have coffee? Things like that. That's the next stage. And then that third stage is truly just communicating what you want next. You know, sometimes we fall into what we want. Um, but, mm. <laughs> but, you know, that third stage is, you know, it could be sex. It could be a relationship. If you, if that's how fast you go, whatever you, you know, choose to do. But I think that third stage is just realizing what you want next. Right. And then that last stage is actually being exclusive. And I think that the man should ask, like you said, Candy, sometimes they just assume that you, well, you can't yes. say, you can't assume we exclusive if we had that conversation, you asked me to be your girlfriend yeah, right. and then give me the choice to, to say, say yes, yes or, or no. no. Hello. Okay. I was in that predicament. But you're my girl. Like, <laughs> right. Yeah. I was in that predicament. But when? I talked to you now. <laughs> when was where decided? we started talking at the beginning of quarantine and by default, a lot of us have stalled into a lot of entanglements yeah. or relations due to quarantine, mm -hmm. right? <laughs> so just because we chilling every day and we are entangling Coming and in sexually intercoursing or whatever the case may be dating or going right. out on dates mm -hmm. um certain level of intimacy like you just said mm -hmm. if we don't ever have that verbal verbatim right. confirmation of conversation 100%. in regards to you giving me a choice you feel and i told him this verbatim i said if you don't feel comfortable enough to ask me <laughs> hello where i can then respond <laughs> with yes or no then how can you ever say that me and you are together? Like, and to be 100, like, if you don't ask me, I'm single. Yes. I am dating. Yes. I am talking. I am kicking it. I'm mingling. Maybe with you. Mm -hmm. Maybe with something, someone else. Right. Now, now, <laughs> you can get to the point where you had that conversation and be like, okay, we're only kicking it and talking with each other. Right. It doesn't have to be exclusive. But just you. But a two. conversation still has to take Happen. place. Correct. Right? So go, Lavina. What you got to say? I know you got her face to say. So say it, Lavina. Her face. I know her mind. She been I real mean. quiet. We're not dating though. The stages of dating is clear. Like you said, dating, which means we are going on dates. Mm -hmm. If you only ask me over or we only linking up at my house or your house mm -hmm. or we just ordering Postmates and we're not dating. Hello. Uh, we have not even been in public for me to say we've went on a date. Come and if on. you have not asked, <laughs> then we're definitely not dating. Not dating. You haven't but. asked me. Let's go to Chick-fil-A. <laughs> you ain't even. <laughs> you haven't even done that. So biscuit? you're definitely not dating. I feel like stages is it starts with communication. Mm -hmm. Like, OK, we're establishing I like you. You like me. I want to see where this goes. Let's have some conversations. Mm -hmm. You know, we communicating now that will also include going on dates, which would mean if somebody asked me, oh, are you dating that person? I would say, yes, we have been on a few dates. <laughs> I would say we're dating now. Anything after this point. Wordplay, Lavina. <laughs> is give it to him. Is up for interpretation, honey, because people have that is different so thoughts and perspectives on yes. what they're doing. Yeah, that's because true. Because I feel like when you're talking about stages of dating, you're leading up to a relationship. Yeah. yeah. Um, because I, I mean, who got time to waste? I, I just feel like people don't have time to waste. I, for one, don't like wasting my time. 
Um, so if you're starting talking to somebody, that's cool. You getting to know them, whatever. Mm -hmm. I feel like stages of dating starts with dating after dating. And we've been on a couple of dates. I feel like the next stage would be we're meeting people's family and friends. Yeah. Why do uh, I say yeah. that? Because <laughs> if I can't get along with your friends, I wish I did that. The more. friends, friends with Lord. the family. If it's just not cohesive, right. I'm wasting my time and I yes. don't have time to waste. So therefore I won't do that. Now, after that, so we're dating. Now, we've met friends and family. Mm -hmm. After that, now I would say the next stage of dating is taking a trip together. Why do yeah. I say ah. taking a trip together? Because it's like the that. closest thing to living with living someone. Together. Yeah. yeah. Because you get to spend all that time with them mm -hmm. day in and day out. Mm -hmm. You get to see how clean they are. You get mm -hmm. to see their personal habits. Did you wake up and brush your teeth or you just rolled out and said, let's go? Right. Uh, I, <laughs> did you put I need to know, on yes. Like, <laughs> like, did you shower at night before you got in the bed? Do you, how many showers a day are you taking? Like, I, this, me. Yeah. I just yeah. need to know because I need to know how we flow. If, if we can't flow, then I got to yeah. go. Um, and then the last part would be a relationship, which, yes, you have to ask. Now, I'm not a person that says the man has to ask. If you are the woman in the relationship True. and you feel like it is going somewhere and you're like, this is the man that I want mm -hmm. and I just want to claim it, then I just feel I like you got a woman up. Yeah. Put your big girl pants on and be yeah. like, hey, I want you. Are we exclusive? I feel yes. like that's the question, though, that men be getting afraid of because that's where women start being like, um doing yeah, <laughs> what are we uh, what are we level of commitment that goes with the exclusivity yeah mm -hmm. and everyone yes. wants so the someone for them yeah but to be able to have their options open yeah i'm a millennial and millennials are you? they with the shit let me I just go say that generation i'm X. not gen z gen z i am a millennial and okay can somebody specify Gen for Z us and the listeners like 92 oh, or before 92 is gen, gen z or after 92 okay go ahead i don't, I don't know what 92. i'm talking about it's 96 okay wait yeah 96. 96 okay so i was born in 94 96 after 96 is gen z yeah. before okay. 96 is millennial okay, millennial. Yes. Gotcha. okay we learned yeah. something new today yes we did okay True um, to it. But millennials don't know how to date right. not, a lot of them have not seen successful relationships mm -hmm. agree so like when I say when I'm trying to talk to somebody even, like I have to coach them through what it is to talk to me. Like mm -hmm. you're interested in me, like you gotta have a real conversation with me about something other than what did I do every day. Right. You gotta ask me about something other than like what kind of freaky stuff do I like to do? Because men love to jump into that conversation, but it's like, you know nothing about me, sir. You know nothing why, else about me. Why would I ever try to have that conversation with you when I haven't even told you about like my favorite color even? Like right. little stuff, you know? Um, so my relationships, I would say, should have stages, but unfortunately, they don't. <laughs> they don't because because people don't know how to date. Is what yeah. I'm saying. You know what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. So like, I'll, I'll meet somebody, and if I really like them, we might be dating and talking at the same time. You know what I'm saying. Yeah. We might be dating and like going through that exclusive thing at the same time. It's just yeah. like we have to. It's a matter of being open and communicating, and then making sure that person understands. Because I've had that conversation with somebody before, where I'll be like, okay, like I'm gonna exclusively talk to you. But like you're you're not obligated to talk to me exclusively. Yeah. Like I just know I'm not interested in anybody else. Mm -hmm. uh, right? Yeah. And then that turns into them trying to like be everything in the world for me. And it's like, well, that's a lot. I wasn't expecting you to like jump straight into the husband role. 
you know? <laughs> we could <laughs> we could have talked for a little while. Now you're trying to dated. overcompensate? Now you're way overcompensating. <laughs> like, whoa, and I'm not a wife yet. Holy, like, I mean, I've been a wife. We're not trying to do that now. So, like, you know? Um, so, as, as a big, like, you got to communicate and then, yeah. like, make sure the person that you're communicating with understands what you mean when you're communicating, I think is really, especially, like, millennial, Gen Z. I don't know what y'all got going on in Gen Z, but is a lot. There's yeah. a lot going on in the dating mm-hmm. world. And as wish as much as it could be or should be black and white, like I've never seen it that way. And I surely I could not make it happen that way. Not with the way that these losers. I guess I'm a millennial too, cool. now that it's been broken down and explained. You know what I'm saying? And um <laughs> for me, I feel I, I'm I'm with you where it's a lot of us just going with the flow. Yeah. It's so much of going with the flow where when you start to talk about expectations. Mm-hmm. You start to talk about, um, you know, what you want, what you need, or what you're looking for. It's like, it's, it intimidates people. It starts mm. to make people act different. All kinds of stuff. It starts to, yeah. like you said, make the guy feel like you want more when, hey, I'm just setting the standards and I'm just yeah. letting you know what I'm wanting. So so you can be real with yourself. Like, okay, I may not even really be that, person. Be that guy yeah. or, okay, this is what she wants and now I am that guy, mm-hmm. you know? Um, but I also do agree that even though that we're not going by the way, it's a, it's no really right way to go about it, but there are certain stages to dating. Mm -hmm. You have that. I just met you stage. I don't know know much about you. Right. Right. We're getting to know each other. Yes. Then there is a stage where we are going out on dates or we should be going out on, um, as, as as a on one on one spending intimate time together, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, being able to do other activities to see how we interact together, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. Okay, and then the final stage would be us actually saying, okay, I want to spend a lot more time with this person. Maybe now mm-hmm. we're I'm always over your house, or so you're always over mine, or vice versa, um, where we are spending the majority of the week together. And we eventually have that conversation like, hey, now we're setting expectations on what we expect of one another. Yeah. Yeah. You know, or what and what we expect oh, of yes. each other together growing yeah. forward. Yes. So those are the stages to me, but the lines get blurred, right? Big time. Big I mean, time like, nowadays because people, yeah. I feel like, are just not being real with themselves and therefore you're not able to be real with others with what you want yeah. because you're so busy trying to, I feel like with women, you got guys so busy trying to be what we want yes. instead of just being themselves. Yeah. Be be yourself, dude. I'm either going to like and you or I'm not. Versa, yeah. You know, yeah. a woman will be quick to, they be like, ooh, yeah, I just want him. And they don't know nothing about the man. Right. Yeah. Right. I just yeah. want him. I want him. So now they done changed their whole You're right. about them your right. wardrobe, yes. your hair, your everything, <clears throat> trying to get somebody that you don't even know if you halfway like. Okay. Yes. And That's and see me like I really love a friendship and sometimes like my current relationship it it kind of just turned into a relationship because we were friends first and we went out that wasn't considered dating to me exactly we were just kicking it you know what I'm saying you wanna go bowling oh yeah I, I'm definitely going to beat you in bowling, bro. You know, whatever <laughs> that may be. Though. And then we develop a relationship just completely off of that. It wasn't like he was being himself. Right. Yeah. I was being yeah, myself. Right. And then we kind of, that's when we transitioned into dating because we were like, oh, yeah, you cool. I like spending you cool. time with you. And then he officially I was like, I want to take you out on a date. Yeah, yes. You know, I want to take you out uh, to dinner. You know, yes. oh, now 
I want to take you to church to meet my family. Yes. You know, things yep. like that. You got to know, but you have to manage your expectations before. Like, I feel like if you yeah. are out here dating, mm-hmm. your expectations should be managed of yourself to know what you want and what you're looking yeah. forward to know. Because same thing with my husband. We were friends first for a yeah. very long mm-hmm. time. Mm-hmm. But our first date... He cooked for me. Like yeah. a full, I remember he said that. A nice. full meal. Like he cooked a meal. But he said, I want to have a date where I cooked for you. Ah. Are you comfortable with coming over my house? Now, how I said, how have I had I said no, mm-hmm. we probably would have went somewhere. Yeah. 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 But because I knew how he was and I knew his personality, because we had already been friends, I was like, Yeah, okay, definitely. Yeah. So then after that, everything progressed from there. And then he would be like, okay, do you want to go out here yes. for a day? Do you want to do this? And there's a natural progression. But my expectations were managed of myself. So I got to know, ladies, because girl, we're all pretty much hinting on the next questions, when, which is <laughs> how do you know when you're ready? to take the relationship to the next level just from dating or just from being Ooh. friends and to something exclusive. That's a good question. Go ahead, Icy Bomb, with yes, your millennial girl. self. Yes. Tell us. Because, like, I, like, I'm a big on things happening naturally. You know yes. what I'm saying? Oh, Me too. Because yes. yeah, you guys talk about, like, friendship yes. first. Okay, so I'm not in a relationship. I have a lot of really cool guy friends that I would consider dating if they could get their stuff together. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But some of them... <laughs> but, but if your stuff's not together, Message. you know what I'm saying? If your stuff's not together and then like I'm gonna date people who are together and hopefully we become friends somewhere along the lines you know hopefully yeah anyways but I think that when the time comes like it'll happen naturally like you guys will be I've had it where like I'm sitting out at dinner with somebody just staring into their eyes and all of a sudden they'll say what I'm thinking and it's like yeah I mess with you right (laughs) you know what you You know what I'm saying Mm -hmm. so it's like little stuff we'll catch on to eventually and it's like there's a connection here like this is more than just me trying to make this happen or you trying to make this happen Mm -hmm. like we have something like how do we deal with this what do we turn this into can we turn this into something yeah and for me it's time because you know we make time for what we want to make time for so if i feel like i'm committing so much time with this Mm -hmm. man look honey something's about to go down right (laughs) something is near (laughs) we're getting close to something else right you know so time is very important yeah i feel like if you're investing definitely your time but consistently Mm -hmm. consistently but when you are ready to go to the next level i feel like they're just needs to be a mutual conversation yeah because you can feel like I'm ready for an exclusive relationship. And that person could still be on the, I'm trying to get to know you. Mm -hmm. Like whatever it is for them, it could just be like, they want to know more about you to really feel that way. But Mm -hmm. you so excited and And caught up ready or just sometimes be real. Sometimes women, we just be like, I just want a man. I just want a woman. I just want to, I just want a relationship. I just want somebody to be. And that affects, Yes. Everything else. It does. So you got to know. That's what I was going to say. It got to be mutual. Yeah. Like that's the biggest thing. Yes, consistency and all of that. But if the feeling isn't mutual, we're not ready. Yeah. Yeah. We're going to jump the gun like you just said. One Mm -hmm. person could still be in the I'm trying to get to know you or I'm Mm -hmm. cool with still just being the friends with benefits type thing. I ain't really trying to meet your mama just yet. Give me another month or two. Right. While you're like, hey, I want you to meet my mom or hey, let's do this or hey, but some people do that and that's game. 
game. Like some that people is. do game. If you ever oh, been on a date serious. with somebody, they be like, is. "Come meet my mama after two weeks." No sir. No, no sir. No sir. Not no. interested. You are doing. Sometimes it don't mean anything. Exactly. To be I'm they saying that some people's mama didn't meet everybody. The yes. <laughs> Right, and be pumping them Yo, up. Mom, and three girls in one day. The girl Look. upstairs, like, and oh, mama, yeah, he in his room, yes. he in his room, he in his room. Every yes. girl that walks through the door, she already knows. And mama yes. will be like, oh, I like you, girl. And you right. think that that means something right. that don't mean nothing. Really, like every mama, girl that walks through the door. The mama will tell the son, like, that's the one who I really she like. She's going to give me grandkids, right? right? So that's, that's what they really bring you around a mama for, because the mama going to get them the real spill once the girls is gone. But my thing is, if you have to rely on your mother to make that type of judgment decision, I'm not going Right. <laughs> right. I'm good on that, you know. Are you truly a man? You know. Yeah, <laughs> you know I need you no. to come to me or for me to come to you or at some point when we start to feel mutually or we start to feel more intensely about one another, yeah. a conversation needs to take place yeah. Yeah. where we are That's on important. the same page. That yes. is the biggest thing for me because yeah. I'm single too. Mm-hmm. And one of the biggest things for me has been just being on the same page with someone. You will think even after important. having the conversation, mm-hmm. we can have multiple conversations. It's understanding, girl. We can have conversations and text messages where I can go and refer to you what you said <laughs> in the conversation. Verbatim. The receipt. And, still be and you still ain't falling through. So it's like you you just got to sometimes, you still have to, it has to be mutual. Mm-hmm. Yes. Somebody can, they may not be ready or mm-hmm. they may not be as mature. Hello. Or sometimes you'll start dating someone and you end up that you don't like them as much yes. as you thought. Mm-hmm. And that's even harder to yeah. pull out of because you probably, you've probably you already built a repertoire with that person. You're yeah. like, oh my God, I love you so much. You're perfect. Right, and they can come to you like, and be like, oh, I want to be... Like, you just have to be honest and it has to be mutual, y'all. Yes. So if you guys and you ladies don't take anything else from this juicy topic today mm-hmm. of the stages of dating is one, take your time, yes. set your standards and yes. your boundaries in the beginning yes. of, mm-hmm. with your expectations so that you guys both know what you're looking for and mm-hmm. be real with yourself. Mm-hmm. You can't be real with anyone else if you're not real with yourself about Ooh. what you're looking for or if you are what this person is looking for, right? Okay. And when your time is taken to the next level, have that conversation. Come Please don't assume Talk it that it's automatically just going to happen. Mm-hmm. Don't assume that it's automatically mutual. Have that conversation. And it may be com- more uncomfortable to have that conversation later about it not working out than it will be for you to just go ahead and have that initial convo. Yeah. So... Yeah, don't get your feelings hurt, don't August Elsie. Don't get hurt <laughs> out there talking about your entanglement with somebody. Why? <laughs> After the fact, okay? <laughs> and all they're going to do is have a red table oh, talk about hurts. it and go, oh. Mm-mm, don't get your feelings don't do that. hurt. <laughs> and that is the juicy topic. All right, guys. It is time for the spiritual pill of the day. Now, as we know, November, we've got, like, the elections, Veterans Day. There's a lot of crazy stuff going on right now, Thanksgiving. It's really a time to come and focus on your sacral chakra, which is um, located between your lower abdomen and your sacrum. Also includes all of your reproductive organs, the ovaries, mm. and such and so forth. So um, according to alanak.com, that's A-L-A-N-N-A-K, for those of you looking it up at home, Um, This energy provides the zest and passion for all of our experiences, Mm. and it stores a place for our creativity and procreativity. We are so much more willing to engage in intimate relationships when we're in touch with our sacral chakra. Mm. Having no intimacy can take a toll on our relationships because we'll lack trust with ourselves and with Mm. our partners. Um, 
So it's whoever you trust is a reflection of you. Yep. And you really have to connect yeah. with, you know, you have to correct, connect with yourself, connect with that part of yourself in order to open up to those around yourselves. Mm-hmm. Um, so I really have a question just based off of um, like your own intimacy with yourself and your intimacy with the people in your life. And that's just um, how does having emotional balance play a role in your life every day? Y'all nobody want nobody with no baggage. Bag lady, bag man, the trash bag. No. <laughs> I'm done. Don't nobody want that. She and I mean that why why we're all we're human beings, right? Yeah. So we're 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 constantly evolving. Um, we learn from human behavior, mm-hmm. um, observation, and interacting with one another. Yeah. So we naturally are going to want affection. We're naturally going to want to engage in relationships, whether yeah. that's friendships or intimate relationships or business relationships and associations, et cetera. Yeah. Not having, like you just said, you said a mouthful. When would you, like people always say uh, birds of a feather flock together, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or like minds attract. Yeah. That is because the people who you keep around you are a reflection of yourself or the yeah, people exactly. who you do seek out and, you know, cipher through and decide to keep around our reflection. Mm-hmm. So being in tune with that root chakra, I feel like so much of us have already tapped into the sexual mm-hmm. part of our root chakra. <laughs> but we part. we have yeah. not tapped into truly being emotionally balanced. Yes. Yeah. And you can't seek balance in someone else. Or so a lot of us will think that engaging in the next relationship or mm. meeting someone that's right for us will help us become more balanced. But yeah. that is a self, that's a self responsibility yes. for you to be emotionally balanced before looking. I feel like for a relationship outside of self, well, we do it so often because like I said, we're human beings. We can't help it. Yeah. Whether I'm balanced or not, I still have emotions. I still get horny. I still get lonely. Yeah. I'm still going to want to interact. Yeah. But it is your duty as an individual to make sure that you are balanced and emotionally in a state where you can receive the next person's energy. Absolutely. Cause I mean, if you're not a balanced person, like you said, you're going to go out and seek intimacy anyways, but you're going to mm-hmm. seek it for the wrong reason. Yep. That's why you see people in um, toxic relationships and in relationships that don't serve themselves. Like, not even just sexual relationships, but, like, right. seeking out friendships yeah. that don't serve them. You know, like, having yes. people around them. They're like, man, I feel like my friends don't support me because they're not your friend. Right. right? Yeah. You know, like, you something in them that attracted them to you or something in you that attracted you to them was not serving you. Right. Yeah. And I know for me, I... It's very hard for me to balance my emotions. Mm-hmm. I have really bad anxiety and just the things that I've been through, I'm still trying to work through them. So I know yes. in relationships, I have to give myself some grace mm-hmm. um, and I have to be, I have to communicate to, you know, my friends or my boyfriend or my family mm-hmm. that these things are going on and and that's my track in trying to be emotionally ba- balanced yeah. because I, I believe everyone comes with some baggage yeah, right. mm-hmm. in a sense. So I'm working on it, Lord Jesus. Yeah. And you know that Keep meditation, that breathing exercises, yeah. like little things like that help a ton yeah. with maintaining emotional balance. I get, cause I, I get anxious well and it's like, very hard when you're anxious yes. to like stop in the moment and decide anything. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Like even if it's like, <laughs> man, what I want to eat today. Like, dang, I don't know if I even want to get up and eat food right, right. now. You know, and so it yeah. becomes like a whole process. Um, so yeah, I definitely understand working on yourself. I think we all are. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, I think 
emotional balance is super important. And I will say, I think it's really important for women in particular because we are naturally more emotional. True. Mm-hmm. True. So if you're naturally more emotional, it is more important for you to be more emotionally balanced. But I think that a emotional balance people don't understand that it has to do with more than just your emotions. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That the you yeah. balancing your emotions has means that all of the outside elements that affect you emotionally that you need to have in check, which is why you would say I need to make sure that I have um, relationships that serve me well. And I, yeah. I heard this really great thing last week. Um, and it was a quote and it said, um, you decrease your circle. The more that you decrease your circle, you increase your value. Yep. And that was so good to me because I was like, man, you decreasing your circle sounds like a lot, especially in a time where it seems like relationships are at a minimal anyway because everybody's been on quarantine everybody's been separated or ostracized or whatever feeling anxiety stress depression and i have felt all of those things as well Mm -hmm. but decreasing your circle would make you more emotionally balanced Mm -hmm. because you would see the um, the relationships that are serving you Mm -hmm. uh the people who do actually care about you would be like hey uh i noticed that you did this and i just think you should get that in check and that's what real does like the real people in my life that's what i expect you to do help me Help me stay in check. Help me keep my thoughts in check Um, with my relationship with my husband. My expectation will be for him to be honest and truthful with me for the things that he sees me do on a regular basis. Mm -hmm. Um, And my children, once they're older, I would hope the same thing, that the feedback that I get from them is like, hey, mom, uh, the way you said that, I didn't really feel loved. I didn't really feel, you know, I want them to be able to communicate those things with me. But those are all a part of emotional balance. It gets into food. It gets into a whole bunch of things. Yeah, Yeah, like especially the things that you put into your body, again, is like what comes out. So like it gets into food, it gets into sex, you know, letting yeah. somebody yes. else inside of your body. With yeah. The things yeah. that you read yeah, every day, if you're reading nothing but negative things on your mm-hmm. Facebook feed every single day, that's going to feed negative stuff into yeah. your, you know what I'm saying? So like everything that you're feeding yourself 100% becomes a part of your emotional health. Yeah. And that really does affect yes. you every day and your relationships that you have. Um, I really want to encourage all of you guys to tap into what's going on with you emotionally, really discover what the barriers are that are keeping you from opening up and trusting or that um, maybe that you've let go of even helping other people recognize their barriers. I think that's something that we forget sometimes is like Mm -hmm. we get something, we shake it off and it's like gone, but it's like you might be able to help somebody else with whatever it was you shook off as well. So don't forget that. Um, And really just um, you owe it to yourself to open up and trust and love yourself through the experience that you're having here. I love that. Yes, that was, that was, that was, that was, that was so good. Give yes. it to me. I see one. Namaste. Okay. Well, thank you so much, plugs and supporters, yes. for joining us and tuning in to another episode of Women Unplugged. Make sure you're following us here on YouTube at Women Unplugged Podcast because we are dropping videos every other Thursday, honey. And the podcast itself drops on all major platforms every other Tuesday. So if you aren't already, make sure you follow us on all of our social platforms so you can be updated. That's at Women Unplugged underscore on Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. We love you, and we'll see you guys next time. Bye, Peace.